Hello lovely listeners and welcome back to 10 Things I Hate About an Outlander podcast with episode 11. We've added a special episode this week to celebrate International Women's Day earlier this month and also because we're still in Women's History Month. There's a lot to celebrate with the amazing women of Outlander and the feminist themes that make this show so powerful. So we hope you enjoy it. We all have our favourite shows, but there's always something that comes along that means you like it a little less. The technical term is the scrappy-do effect. Two friends create a safe space to talk about their favourite show, Outlander, all the things they love about it and some of the things they hate. Although we all love Outlander, there are things we hate. Admit it, there's always something. So we've created a safe space, a space for all Outlander lovers to share their dark secrets, but mainly it's a space to share ours. Every week we'll discuss episodes, their themes, feminism, what we love, and every week we'll talk about something we hate. Roger. Yep, we hate him. (laughs) But let's be clear, we don't hate Rick Rankin. We have a clear grasp on reality. So join us, gentle viewer. Join Sharon and Ruth, two England-based Outlander fans, as they discuss love, hate, and time travel. No. Our special is here. Our special, happy International Women's Day. Yeah, happy International Women's Day. What a great, um, what a great theme that we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, we felt. I mean, we obviously we have done our Hogmanay special. Mm-hmm. Um, we may do some other specials, but we just felt like um, what better way to celebrate Outlander and International Women's Day than to do a special that's just all about the amazing women in Outlander. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's actually quite, it is a really nice theme that fits in um, with today. And given that we're, 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 we're at number 10 in our, in our episodes, it felt like in the perfect timing along with International Women's Day to have a little special just yeah. sneak it snuck in there yeah and give people a chance to catch up on all the other regular episodes because we yeah are, we are getting more listeners which is quite exciting you know I did think at one point it might just be me and you a <laughs> couple of friends that feel sorry for us <laughs> maybe a family member but yeah actual, actual people more 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 people we don't know now listen to it is really exciting and really exciting um so yeah we hope you enjoy this brief interlude um yeah. in for for international women's day which you can imagine what we're going to talk about are the amazing women of, of outlander in in particular one amazing woman called claire fraser um which we just thought we just felt like we couldn't let this these many episodes go by without, you know, dedicating something like this to her because we do think she's very awesome and she's yeah a, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think for me, um, you know, I do love a, a TV show with a strong woman, as as you as as I believe you do, Sharon. We often have similar programs that we like. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely one of the big draws for me. Um, and I don't think, and I actually don't think it's as good when there's episodes that she isn't in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. 
even um, even even when it's just Jamie, uh, one yeah. of the characters that everyone loves, and everyone loves the two of them together. But they're you know like in season three and stuff where they go back and it's just him and you're like, nah. I kind of, yeah, kind of want her to be involved. Yeah, yeah. It's I think her her presence, her um, you know how she, um, you know there's a, there's an element of kind of almost like she's she creates these interconnections and she and she's an I always think she's like a bit of an enabler of people enabling mm. them to be like better versions of themselves and I think you know we could come on to that with some of the um other women in in Outlander um that have benefited from from Claire's you know being in in Claire having Claire in their lives um but yeah I think you know just you know I mean arguably at that point in history in the 18th century she is one of the smartest people on the planet Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think it's probably. Get, you know, I mean, instead of changing history, what she should be trying to do is just slot herself in there <laughs> and become, you know, becomes the first president of the United States. Yeah, instead of letting, yeah, it's like <laughs> I can see George Washington there, but actually, actually, uh, you know, try and nudge him out. I mean, I'm literally about to create penicillin, you know, <laughs> two hundred years before anybody else. So why shouldn't I be president? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, and I think that's actually one of the reasons why she is such a likable character is that like she is she is so good at gauging her surroundings and um like keeping keeping it herself like tight lit, you know, a tight lid on on such strong feelings and opinions on things, which I can imagine I I mean I couldn't do it. Um, no, I think but, me and you I mean <laughs> We'd have got burnt, weren't wouldn't we? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We'd be about, gone. about twenty-four in twenty-four hours into being there, me and you would be like burnt. Yeah. Those two witches, burn them. <laughs> Get them. Out. It's like literally, or I'd, I'd have like killed someone and be like, yeah, she's up for a hanging. Um, but yeah, I think she's you know she's just really clever at gauging the environment she's in, and um, that's I think one of the things that is makes her such a likable character yeah and and I think there's you know I think you know Jamie gets a lot of credit as for his sort of leadership skills and how he is with people and I don't think she gets enough credit because I think you know not only is she you know incredibly intelligent and she uses that intelligence really well um she's you know she's incredibly emotionally intelligent and empathetic yeah so you know she um she's supportive of others around her and and when she sees injustice she tries to help people with Mm -hmm. it and and I think that's I think that's really you know powerful and she you know she can't allow kind of a wrongdoing to happen yeah you know even 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 when she knows it 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 could make things difficult for her um and I think that's really really powerful yeah that it's that combination of of kind of emotional intelligence actual intelligence but having you know a really strong character as as well that that I just think she's you know a really 
positive yeah just a really positive character um yeah for sure and I think she her presence almost lifts the people around her like yeah the, the people that she's you know like you know people in her presence or people that she's you know tr- working with working against she I don't know she brings something out in them which is always just so entertaining yeah. to watch as, you know, as the audience yeah. um, she seems to have just great chemistry with so many people that she's um, in scenes with um, and it, it works really well and it makes it an enjoyable experience for the audience I think um, yeah. you know whether yeah. that's young Ian or whether it's Jack Randall it's you know she she is she and she she has these really good um like one-to-one long long pieces of dialogue yeah um which yeah which are which are just always really enjoyable yeah and and you know and I think as well you know a big thing for me and I know we've talked a lot about um you know the feminism of Outlander and also sometimes whether Outlander is a feminist um tv show Mm. um but I think a big thing for me that makes it that way is that she drives the narrative. It's her journey. Mm-hmm. It's it's often her interactions, actions that keep things moving forward. Um, and I think that's, you know, a really key thing. Although um, Jamie is, a, you know, the other main character, it's mm. very much her journey. That yeah, we that we follow. Yeah, um, you know, it's often her um, her reactions to situations that 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 we're presented with. It's it's her perspective that we get. It's her yeah. um, making things happen and making change happen. Um, yeah, that, absolutely. You know, you know, people might not like me saying this, but. Jamie could just still be a, being a printer in mm-hmm. Edinburgh or a boot, you know, a, a bootlegger. Yeah. I think that's the right word, but <laughs> I don't know what the 18th, 18th century equivalent of them is, whatever one of them is. Um, <laughs> you know, so it is her that kind of keeps that story moving forward. Mm-hmm. Even if it goes to places that we don't, you know, we don't always like, like we, yeah. we're still not convinced about them being in America. Yeah, um, and it's and, the, and I mean, obviously, like, like, like the usual, the minute she enters Jamie's life, everything just kind of goes to like extreme excitement, drama. Like, even when we think back to, um, you know, series one when they were just, you know, when they were just meeting, and she would go visit him at the stable, and then suddenly gets kicked in the stomach by a horse or something because he's. Or, or like, and then so, and then he's trying to bring her back to the castle, and then he gets, you know, he gets the sheep, the ship bed ahead of him, and he made he's made to like go in front of Colin, which he really yeah. didn't want to do, and it's like she just seems to get him into these situations, yeah, like immediately, yeah. which is just which is so good, um, and then yeah, again, and obviously we see it when they return to each other, um, but like we said, um, what is just so what I think we both enjoy so much about about these situations that happen with them is she is equally getting him out of this yeah these situations as much as he is if not if not more 
Yeah. Um, but it, you know, I think that there's there's a bit too much of an emphasis on on his part in that and and him rescuing her and yeah. because it's a fit, it's almost like a physical Absolutely. thing, like he's physically like lifting her out of something or he's yeah. physically get you know. But like, I don't think that there's enough emphasis put on how she so cleverly gets herself and him out of situations yeah. or how brave she can be like um put you know putting herself in harm's way for him yeah and you know it might not be you know her fighting someone off but i think like you know and on her using her skill and her her calmness and yeah. um her you know keeping her head on in really tricky situations that has has saved his life even when it's like doing something that she's really good at and skilled at like you know putting a bullet out of his shoulder but she's like you know if this doesn't go right he'll bleed out and there's yeah. nothing I can do about it but she's yeah yeah such a no, calm head no I think you're right because I, I do think and I, you know a, a sort of part of the genesis of, of this special was uh, was me telling you about a, a post I'd seen on Facebook where people were kind of saying like kind of being negative and and by people I, I mean mostly women and I think I always think that's something interesting about that mm-hmm. about how you know they find her irritating because she's putting Jamie in danger and Jamie's always having to save her and it it for me I, you know I think there's a bit of internalized kind of misogyny going on there and in the yeah. you know if 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 that was a man doing that we probably wouldn't be saying the same things but I think I think you're right about that kind of not recognizing how much she does to to sort of save him because Mm. hers maybe are less action-packed but you know if you just think in the very first episode Mm. she stops whatever happening would have happened because he dislocated his shoulder and and then like you say you know she deals with his wound that would have probably got infected Mm. um and he'd have died um so uh, there's there is that that sort of um sort of more gentle action that Mm -hmm. she undertakes um and she does like you say she does save him just as often it's just in a different way and and part of me thinks as well you know for as much as everybody says how you know what a great leader he was and all of these things when she's not there he marries Leary (laughs) (laughs) just saying "Mm, bad choices (laughs) bad choices so you know if she wasn't there first time around would he have married Leary then yeah that's such a good point actually yeah like for most likely for sure and we all know as Myrta so so put it so well, um, you know, that he, Jamie doesn't he doesn't need a girl, he needs a woman. Exactly. Hinting, hinting exactly. at there. And um yeah, like yeah, definitely makes better choices when she's around for sure. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And and I think in that, you know, I think um like their relationship as well as a you know as a I mean people might not like this term of turn of phrase as like a representation of feminism yeah I think is really important because the equity they have especially for that period where you know we we have shown lots of other examples of relationships where the woman is 
um, subservient or seen as property to to the man yeah. um, is you know that that they make decisions together that they do things together that they are a team mm. um, and I think I think that's a big feminist statement in this program that yeah they are equals in mm. a relationship um that yeah. you don't sort and of see in any other representations as much maybe you know you get little hints of it mm. um, in other relationships but this is the the strongest one I think yeah and just and the level I think of respect uh for each other is mm. just is is really important like um you know he like respects and values her opinion on 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 so much just as yeah. just as she does as well and it's like and sometimes even like to the point where they're like actually you know what I don't want to make this decision until I get the other person's way in on this yeah. um you know they just really respect what they what each other have to say and yeah I think that's um and Jamie just in in you know in a in a time of history um, where that didn't exist, uh, or and if it did, it was just so rare. Yeah, he doesn't. He he doesn't ever hide it. He is always very proud to say, um, "I will check that with my wife." To yeah. anyone who you know, it's not. He, he's always just you know, and and almost like really proud to have. Yeah, to have yeah. that that um, additional um, opinion, but. Yeah, I, I really, I really think that's a really a, a strong and important theme that runs through yeah. from the from the beginning. And even when Jamie fucks up, as we've talked about, especially in the last episode, you know, he's made to reflect on on those things. Like, I just, you know, he it it only gets better as their relationship goes on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there is something in. Um kind of almost that's one of the big things I think that you mirror that that you sort of see as a different thing with Frank although that their relationship sort of pre her going back through the stones is Mm. loving Mm. there's still some doubt in there from him like he already sort of doubts her a little bit um Oh, yeah. he's a he's insecure, shall we say? Yeah. Um, and then when she comes back and is is back in in what is her present day, um, I always think the scene where um, the awful head of department at the university is so dismissive of her, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, you know, beyond saying, "Oh, my wife was a combat nurse," he doesn't mm. do anything to. Um, challenge and support her mm-hmm. so and it makes me think of the ta- like the most recent um episode where um they she um operates on someone i think who might have a hernia at the theater yes yes at the theater um and everybody's doubting like that she can do this but he's yeah. like you know yeah my wife will do this like yeah. absolutely you know just everybody else shutting that down of course she can do this because yeah sort of and is. I think there is something in that kind of that sort of 
belief in one another and that trust and that equity is is really powerful in their relationship yeah for sure um yeah it definitely is and it gets I think it gets more powerful as time goes on um as they get older as they get wiser um yeah it's really it's it's really beautiful and I think it's like you say it's it's so it's it's so stark because we don't see it so strongly um, in any of the other characters, I think maybe um, the the next kind of relationship we see like that is, as we've said before, there Fergus and Marcy are such a good reflection of yeah you know, Jamie and Claire. You know, just you know, loving respect that in that way is just yeah, they're really they're really fun to watch. Um, yeah, I know things will get their journey can get is going to get quite difficult as we move on, but. Um, yeah, I think Jamie and Claire stand out so starkly in that way because it isn't something that we experience as an audience yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, and and I think you know, I think there is something in that about you know, like one of the great sort of, um, especially for you know, white Western audiences and white Western women in particular, is you know, feminism has has brought things such a long way um Mm -hmm. you know even in even in our lifetimes but the one of the big things that remains unequal is is that sort of domestic life and that Mm -hmm. um you know our kind of personal relationships and and so I think there's for me there's something almost like you know the reason why we like Jamie so much is because we like their relationship so much yeah, and it's their yeah, relationship so that that we would all want. Yeah, um, you know that level of equality in a relationship is, you know, really rare. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it just makes them more attractive. Yeah. So, like, it's so it just it's like always a winner. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think one of the things that I always find, and I'm going slightly off Outlander, but using it as a comparison is um, like when you see programs that are or films even, and it's like strong female lead and she's a badass in all these different ways, then they always make her choose a really shit partner. Mm. Especially especially heterosexual relationships. Yeah. Like the, it's always like um like that's her little blind spot. Like she's a yeah. badass in all these ways. She's like big career woman, and she's really great with her children. But then she's got this really ass that this real asshole as a, of a husband or a real yeah. asshole of a boyfriend. Boyfriend, and you're like, why is this her one? Yeah, like, why is she? Why is this the one thing that she isn't a feminist in or isn't a badass in? Yeah, so is her is her choice of men. So that for me is it's almost like you know it's it's like well we 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 can't have women have it all, can we? We don't mm. want you know. Whereas in Outlander, mm. that's the that's the strongest thing in Claire's life. Yeah, she is an amazing medic and surgeon, and she's proven all of that. She's you know really intelligent and and a kind person and she's got a really good relationship she hasn't mm. she ha- you know she hasn't gone and chosen yeah. the Roger. male equivalent of Larry <laughs> yeah Roger type um, yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah so absolutely agree um 
which again is another thing that I think just draws it it draws you in and I think it's way well I mean it's the reason why we love it but I'm assuming that a lot of people listening to this feel the same way but it's like just one of those additional things that keeps you coming in and it's why we're drawn to it so 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 strongly yeah Uh, because I feel like when people are drawn to Outlander they are very much pulled in and there's so many different aspects doing that yeah and uh this is this is definitely one of them yeah i agree i agree um and i think as well for for me thinking about kind of what makes it feminist and you know what should be celebrated about it is the range of of you know important issues that it addresses that affect women Mm -hmm. so you know even though they use it way too much as a narrative device, mm. you know, the, you know, rape and sexual violence and sexual threat, um, but also things like um, women's lack of agency in terms mm-hmm. of um, having the power to choose or having the financial security to choose partners and, and, and especially in the kind of, um, 18th century almost women who are able to choose their partner for love are are kind of presented as being a bit exceptional and unusual Um, whereas a lot of them even the wealthy ones are having to do it for security and financial security and all those things so I think there's a lot of that that it deals with yeah Um, and 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 I feel like a lot of those, like we, we've seen it as well with um, women faced with the, well, not faced with any choice when it comes to pregnancy. Yes. And Claire, Claire is the one that always gives them a choice. Yeah. And she kind of, and, and she, she kind of bolsters that with the, like, they're not the one that are, that's pregnant. You are. So, you you know, this choice is for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it can be, it, you know, it's, it's it's a very it's very subtle i think they do quite subtly in the um in the in the in the script it's it's not massively in your face but i i really like the way it's definitely a theme that comes up is that yeah. you know claire is giving women a choice yeah um, it's, it's which really is so I, important. I mean spoiler alert because we're now going to talk about a season we've not we've not done yet but in season 6 maybe in season mm. 5 as well when she starts writing the pamphlets mm-hmm. under the pseudonym of the male doctor whose medical box Jamie gave yeah. her, that yeah. is all about um, women having agency over their own reproduction and mm-hmm. sexual sex lives, all, all, all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's you know, and, and that's a massive massive thing Um, that if you think in even in Claire's lifetime her not her 200 odd year lifetime but her actual calendar lifetime um you know women had only just got to some degree you know the pill had only been invented in the 60s um so that you know she'd only experienced that herself really for yeah. a few years um, yeah. and because she was in the states I can't remember when abortion was legalized in the UK but in the states obviously I mean you know 
very telling, you know, Roe, Roe versus Wade hadn't happened in mm-hmm. Claire's lifetime. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It, it, yeah, I think it is. And, and again, for a mainstream TV show, how it deals with sex and women's sexual freedom is really, really important and really yeah. positive, I think. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we, you know, I know we've talked about this before um, in, I think it was the last special where we're like, um, you brought up the point of, you know, w- women don't always climax when they yeah when they have penetrative sex. So even like, let's just like, put if we put that aside, yes, yeah. I love the way like it is very, it is very important and it's it's always her pleasure is is emphasized oh, quite a lot. Um, so important. So important. Um I really, really like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a it's a priority, which is like really good. Really, yeah, really Yeah, absolutely yeah. agree. Absolutely agree. And I think I think that is really, really key mm-hmm. in in this. And and the you know, I think in the in series one that that we have any kind of sex act, um, and it's it's him going down on her and her coming. Mm-hmm. How rare is that? How rare mm. do you get a woman's yeah, yeah. organ uh, orgasm being centered? Yeah, um, and not as a just as a kind of it's happening at the same time as the man, so it's okay. But it's like yeah. it's the only thing that's important in this yeah. narrative. Yeah. Um, and that I think is, you know, really significant, really yeah. significant. I remember watching the documentary about um, a film. Um, it might have been, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like a, um, it, it was a documentary about censorship mm-hmm. um, or, or the, like the rating system. Um, and I think it was Maria Bello talking about this particular scene in this film where I think somebody goes down on her in this scene Mm. and she said that they they felt and I think they were told that they were getting like a an R rating an 18 certificate because of that and if they cut that out they'd reduce the rating oh my god so the idea that there are 15 rated films out there that will have you know, and I think she said it, it, it's um, I think it's like maybe a year, a year of violence, or it's a really violent film, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> and so they were happy for all the violence to stay in for a fifteen. Yeah, but the woman orgasming, no, that needed to come out too much. That was Jesus too much. Right, um, and I think that's so. I think for me, that's why it's so important. Mm. Um, because yeah. we, we get it so rarely mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah and it does like it emphasizes how how important that is and how yeah important it is for women to to talk about it and yeah. to to emphasize that it's this is really fucking important like yeah you know absolutely. I should be able to talk about this and I should be able to say yeah. no that wasn't that wasn't pleasurable and yeah. not be ashamed of that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And you know, and emphasize that actually, me me understanding and knowing 
my own pleasure and what what yeah. I get pleasure from and you knowing that too as my partner should be a priority um and yeah yeah that's yeah you know I, I, I mean you know so apart from the fact that I have to slightly park the fact that she always has an orgasm with penetrative sex apart <laughs> from that yeah and that yeah. it's all right if you don't listener it's all right if you don't yes all right this is not Absolutely. i am in not anywhere a sex doctor or a medical professional <laughs> but i can tell you it's all right if you don't yeah um, absolutely and we should be able to talk about that god yeah and i just kind of think i bet there's loads of people who don't and i bet there's loads of women especially who you know if you're watching outlander because it's got great sex in it and you're thinking wouldn't that be great if my sex was as good as that i bet Mm. bet that happens for loads of people and that's a bit Mm. shit really yeah for sure that we can't Um, talk about that yeah it's it's like something to be ashamed of or something and it's Yeah. yeah i hate it so much it really Gets on my nerves. Me um, too. And it's like it's like, you know, I'm going to use a really crude analogy. <laughs> Not really crude, but like, you know, for men, having an orgasm is like if you made the most basic biscuit yeah. all all your life. And for yeah. women, it's it, it's if you just tried a little bit harder, and you could have a really good cake. Yeah. Exactly. Not sure my analogy quite works, but that's what I'm going with. Male <laughs> orgasm, like a basic biscuit that you can yeah. knock out in five minutes. A few, yeah, absolutely. Or even maybe a rice krispie cake. Even <laughs> even more. Simple. Women's uh, orgasms, like I don't know, like a Sasha tort. Sasha Sasha tort is it called Sasha tort? That really complicated Austrian. Cake. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I don't know oh, how you yeah. pronounce it. Apologies yeah. to all our Austrian listeners, all, <laughs> all three of them. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's so true, and yeah, I, I, and I love, I love the the addition of like when when Jamie doesn't get to pleasure her the way he wants to or the way she would want to, he yeah. almost puts an urgency on it. Yeah, it's like this is a priority as it fucking should be. Yeah, um, and I think I like I, I I really enjoy that they that the the narrative goes that way a yes. lot. Yes, yes, um, because it does come up. I think a few more times where he's yeah. Like, I think it does. Actually. when they're in America, yeah, I think it does. In the window or something. Yeah, there's um, so good sex is a feminist issue. Mm. Yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Or good sex and, for women, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's a that's a good theme that comes up. Do we see? Do we ever see Marcy and Fergus have sex? I think we do. I think that, I think we do in an upcoming season that we haven't okay. talked about yet. Um, oh no, I we, think have we to just endure. depressingly see Roger having sex more than once. <laughs> <laughs> endure that. Sorry, Rick. Ra- sorry, Rick Rankin. It's not you <laughs> that I'm yucking at. It's your. It's Roger. Yeah, it is Roger. Don't want yeah. to see Roger having sex. That is such a shame that we don't see Fergus and Marissa as much as we should. Um, but, yeah, but we do have, like, that kind of leads us on to, to those um, other really strong female characters that Outlander kind of throws up every, yeah, you know, Claire is like a running theme and then we see her in these situations with other really strong female characters, which is always really entertaining in different ways. Like, yes. it seems to be, 
when she meets these women, these amazing women throughout her journey, it always starts off with something with with a really difficult relationship that then suddenly blossoms, like with her and Jenny. It's like really tricky and she just kind of bats her down immediately and Claire has to kind of work at it to yeah um to to, to make that relationship work and then they're like sisters and it's really yeah. it's really it turns yeah. into a really beautiful friendship and like the same with Marcely when they first meet it's really really difficult and um and 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 quite entertaining for oh, the audience I think really it's funny so good really <laughs> it's funny so, it's so great to have these two strong female characters in this kind of comedy uh, with these comedy scenes yeah. um they do it so well and yeah and again that blossoms into a really strong um lovely female female characters coming together to have a really strong relationship which is really nice yeah and yeah, and then the mo- a bit the kind of more trickier ones like um, uh, Jocasta, who we never really like fully warm to, but appreciate how strong she is, and uh, you know, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, um, exactly. And, and I think in that in itself is 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 a powerful thing because we're not just presented with the same type of women. You know, we get this really complex range of different women some of whom are um you know um you know they have a tense relationship and then then that develops some of mm-hmm. them are kind of like sort of a respectful relationship and i think jocasta and claire have that that they're very different people but that they respect one another yeah. um and then you know and then you've got some others like you know galis who is obviously insane yeah. But, you know, hers and Claire's relationship is still a really interesting one. And mm-hmm. and and I think the thing that I like about all of them is, you know, and you don't get, you know, it's like when people, it's like say you have an action film and you've got like one woman and she's a real badass, but she's the only woman in the whole thing um, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have any other women to talk to. The good, the thing about Alander is it solidly passes Bechdel test, you know, mm-hmm these women have conversations with each other about things that are not about men mm-hmm. um, and have yeah. complex relationships. It's one of the reasons I really like Galis is because there's that kind of um, like almost like superhero, supervillain kind of, yeah. they, they respect each other, but they're the, but they're on opposite sides kind of thing. Yeah. And I think, I think that's really, really interesting about it. But I think for me, that's, that's the massive thing is that, you know, all these women that Claire interacts with, she's interacting with them as them and they interact with her as her, not as some kind of foil or mm-hmm. to have a conversation about men. Yeah. About. Yeah, and that, for sure. I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Um, and, yeah, we see, we I think we can, we see that continue, continuously throughout the... Yeah to write the show as um as she meets you know various different people and where she has where she has struggles in various different ways and um i mean yeah god the way the last like we we won't get to it for a while but the way the last season ended um and her relationship with that young girl is really interesting yeah Yeah. Um, yeah, That's I don't really think we could. Re- we'll be literally saying the word spoiler every two seconds if we talk yeah, about that. Yeah, let's not but go there. Think... But, but it does bring up some various complexities in the relationship. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, 
for sure. Maybe we'll have to circle back and do a another another one on that. Yeah. But I think I think even like even relationships with people who who are initially presented as frivolous, like and I really feel bad for forgetting her name, um, her friend in France. Oh yeah, is it Julia? It's not Juliet. It's a... I'll talk about somebody else and then circle back to her. But like Mother Hildegard, I think mm-hmm. is a great character and and again a a bit like the themes of lots of women and Claire herself in Mm -hmm. Outlander doing really um important work despite the kind of limitations for women of that time Mm -hmm. um and I think that's um you know really powerful um but then um the um the relationship she has with her friend who is Louise. called Louise Louise thank you Louise got there in the end. um <laughs> is is that you know you she presents Louise as frivolous but Louise mm. is is still a good friend and still clever in her own way who is having to kind of work the system for want of a better word as Mm. I'm sure a lot of women in that day and age had to do but Mm -hmm. then when Claire loses Faith when Faith Mm. dies it's it's Louise that comes and is so compassionate and I just think that I think that's a really moving scene with Louise who is who who up until that has been presented as as kind of a bit selfish and frivolous but she's so she's so lovely in that in that scene and yeah really and she she almost like everyone else no one else knows what to do and they're all just like going we don't know what to do now yeah and they're all those the women they're the women in power in this situation and as medics as the closest thing to medics and then louise kind of just sweeps in and is like actually by being the most sympathetic and possibly be and ask, yeah. you know, asking to yeah. share that grief with her. Yeah, she's the absolutely. one that breaks through. Yeah, um, to communicate with Claire when they were with everyone else, kind of at a loss, which is, um, yeah, it's really nice. I really yeah. like that scene. Yeah. I mean, that was harrowing, but um, it, I mean, really it, it, it is so harrowing. Harrow, I can't speak words out of harrowing, but I think it's again. I think it's a really important. You know that they gave so much time to it. Mm. Um. Because, you know, again, it's something that women experience all over mm-hmm. the globe. Some women are still having terrible, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the statistics on women dying in childbirth in some parts of the world is still terrible. Yeah. But I think for women that lose children, whether it, it be, you know, they're di- they've died before they're born or um, they, you know, don't live very long when they are born. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that is very is still a bit of a taboo subject, yeah, um, and is not really acknowledged. The sort of the grief that women experience, um, yeah, and the danger um, because obviously Claire nearly dies as well, yeah, um, yeah, and I think yeah. you know I think with you know those two things and having that and having that you know be such a huge scene. I mean. The bit that always gets me is like when she goes back to the house and all the staff are lined up and 
yeah. how upset they all are. I just think it's really, you know, like the, the deep emotion and the compassion that people show mm-hmm. um, is, I think, really powerful in that yeah. um, and I, episode. And it's, it's a subject that's becoming um, even more taboo, which we would hope that it wouldn't as time progresses. Um but it now, given uh, women's uh, rights been taken away from them left, right, and centre, especially in the US with um, yeah. the reversal of Roe versus Wade, that is even more prominent now that, that women are being put through, even though they know their child won't survive, are yeah. being forced to carry, um, yeah. and putting them through the the what I can only imagine is beyond horrific. Um, to, to carry a child that will not survive and know yeah. that for or, or, a, or a, that, that will put you in phenomenal time. amounts of danger as well phenomenal amounts of danger pain grief making women suffer for months and then when they could be trying to move on it's just oh, yeah it's just, it's it's just you know file yeah so um, i think it is, it is yeah, really it is, important yeah and it is a, you know it is like you say massively to be subject and now even more so i think yeah. given current times that we would have hoped we would have just been making women's lives easier enough. Exactly. Um, but it, yeah, so I think, yeah, there's a few subjects there that within that that are really, um, uh, what's the word, um, like valid even yeah. in today's world. And that's, yeah. you know, talking 200, 300 years yeah. ago, yeah. Um, which is quite sad. Um, but yeah, but yeah, really strong, really really powerful episodes as well and I think one of the ones that stand out to me the most it was six seasons on yeah um, yeah definitely reasons. definitely yeah um and and I think I think thinking about those sort of strong relationships and the influence that Claire has um you know because she's bringing a different sensibility um mm. to the time and I think you know we've talked about her and Marcelie's relationship but I think how that evolves in season five and season six mm-hmm. um and the kind of um opportunities that Claire affords Marcelie yeah. I think is really is really interesting and exciting um yeah, so good so I think I think it is there's so much that happens with the women characters mm-hmm. um that it's like like Claire is the catalyst for a lot of yeah, it, um, for sure. And and I think that is really exciting about a TV yeah. show, definitely uh, showing the impact that one woman has on other women. Yeah, um, yeah, because we see, we see like a community form, and within yeah. that is a really strong female leader, um, which is really enjoyable. I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Really so empowering. really, International Women's Day, what we're saying is Claire is awesome, an awesome badass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's she's like the, the best badass for like 100%. She is the best. And really, really, um, when I was watching the, you know, the, the Instagram reel that went viral where they were, all the cast were like, we're going to just do you know, we're just gonna have one more season left. I was yeah. so emotional, like, like, no, I can't say goodbye to her. Um, and obviously, I don't want to say goodbye to them, but like, it is, you know, you get. I got really emotional. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be gone now. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, but yeah, it is It'd be a sad day. Uh, you know, we can't keep doing these podcasts forever. So no, I mean, <laughs> Claire and Jamie, in theory, have been together for over twenty years. I don't think we can be doing the podcast for another twenty years. I mean, we say that we've only been doing it. We've not even been doing it for six months yet. <laughs> And we're already yes. complaining. Yeah, taking over our lives, people. Learning how to do edits, oh, reels. Oh, it's we're learning something new every week. So you know, it's get it'll get it gets better and better. It does. Um, it does. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you know, another another little special to just mark some of the things that we really love about outlander maybe we'll do it just a pure 10 things we hate special one day yeah um, God, and we'll go try really hard not to have one to ten be roger <laughs> we will try really hard but, um there'd be a lot of editing in that <laughs> you know you'll enjoy joining it. us thanks for joining for joining us everyone mm. and um i see you then see you soon <laughs>